0: Get down the business, thanks for coming out tonight I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get now I make money moves You can't see me, my time is now, 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 now What up, what up, what up guys, welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast The show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice To help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships and your life My name is Joseph Menzel, I am your host Guys, I've got an incredibly valuable episode for you today. My top five productivity hacks, and I'm super excited to uh, to talk to you guys about these uh, these five tips, these five hacks that that I have uh, personally found over the years have, have really helped me continue to move the needle forward and help me continue to produce valuable outputs instead of uh, just being busy for the sake of being busy and kind of spinning my wheels and and um, crossing things off, ticking boxes for the sake of doing so. But before I get into these top five productivity hacks, you guys know that we don't run ads on this show. We never have, we never will, so far as I'm the host, it's never going to happen. But every now and again, I do have something that I want to tell you guys about because I think that it can bring you a lot of value. That's what this show is about. So if I I come across something that I think uh, is worthy of your attention, I'm going to tell you about it. And uh, this is one of those times. MJ Challenge, the Massive Joe's Challenge, season six. Registration is open right now. Uh, For those of you who are unfamiliar with the Massive Joe's Challenge, with the MJ Challenge, it's a 10-week transformation challenge. It's open to men and women and there's two primary goals. So you can do it to build muscle over the ten weeks, or you can do it to burn fat over the ten weeks. Uh, as part of the challenge, you know, it's something that we have developed. This is season six. We've been running it. This is our fourth year running it. Uh, we we didn't have a season when the pandemic uh, was was uh, uh, had us in its draw, shall I say, uh, in 2020. But this is our this is our fourth year, uh, sixth season running it, and you know we've developed a transformation challenge that i think is one of the best in the world and as part of it you get a customized diet plan a customized meal plan that allows you to create your own meals at the same time as actually learning about macronutrients and caloric density and and really being educated on you know, what food does. Uh, You get a personalized training program, cardio program, supplementation plan, and motivation guide. And you also then get a five-week update at the halfway point. Uh, halfway point in the challenge, plus you get access to an exclusive Facebook group with a whole bunch of members of uh, of Team Massive Joes in there to help you along the way, and obviously everyone else within that season of the challenge as well. Which is uh, which is just a, an amazing community season after season. And you go in the draw to win over ten thousand dollars in uh, in cash and prizes at the end as a as a, as a little uh, a little cherry on top. It's only a hundred bucks, so it's a 100 bucks one off payment for the 10 weeks so it's literally 10 bucks per week it's 99.95 actually so it's less than 10 bucks per week and as part of that you get everything i just told you guys about plus you get an exclusive uh, massive joe's challenge t-shirt some merchandise some samples and some bits and pieces as well so for those of you who are looking for a little bit of guidance to help you transform physically and mentally at the same time for those of you who are looking for a little bit of accountability perhaps you, you know you know how to build muscle, you know how to burn fat, you just need the accountability there. For those of you who want to do it to, to try and win the challenge, you know, it's a great opportunity. Registration is open right now. It closes at midnight uh, at the end of August. And on the, the last Sunday in August, registration closes and we, we unfortunately can't accept late registration. So if you guys are interested, head to MassiveJoesChallenge.com. Super easy to remember. MassiveJoesChallenge.com. Uh, registration are open now, and uh, and go ahead and register because I think that a lot of you who listen to this podcast, this podcast is about providing you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up. Uh, the Massive Joe's Challenge is all about doing that when it comes to uh, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to your mindset, uh, when it comes to your physical being as well. So I think you guys can get a lot of value out of it. My top five productivity hacks. So. I've done a uh, an episode of this show in the past guys. The episode was called I don't have time. And within that episode I coined the saying there's no points for busy. You don't get points for being busy. Everybody is busy, nobody cares. What you do get points for is productivity. What you do get points for is using your busyness to produce valuable outcomes, to produce valuable outputs. That's what counts. That's what you get points for. That's what people recognize. That's what you earn pats on the back for. It's all about productivity. No points for busy, all points for being productive, all points for valuable outputs. And over my years in both fitness and business, which is, you know, uh, in, in both realms really is over 15 years in, in, in both in my competitive pursuits, uh, you know, as a men's physique athlete in bodybuilding, in my business pursuits with uh, Massive Joes, with TMJ Power, with the IFBB Pro League, um, with the mentoring that I do, I have developed some pretty cool systems to make sure that I'm being as productive as possible, to make sure that my busyness is being used to produce valuable outcomes. And I want to share those with you guys because I think that this balance of busyness and productive is something that we we all struggle with, right? Because we're all busy. We're all trying to get shit done. And sometimes it just feels like there's so many inputs coming in. There's so many things to do. There's so many things that need to be done that you can very quickly find yourself in this cycle of just spinning your wheels and actually just just fucking not getting anything done, not achieving anything, which for those of us who have high achievement values, which I know is most of you guys, that's why you tune into this show. It can be quite abrasive to... our our character, can be quite abrasive to our personality, it can cause us stress, it can cause us anxiety, it can cause us to feel less than, it can affect our self-worth. And so I think that these top five productivity hacks or productivity techniques are gonna help you guys out a lot. They definitely have helped me uh, over my 15 plus years in, in both fitness and business. So my first one is remove distractions. What this is about, guys, is this is about protecting your focus. If you're trying to produce valuable outcomes, if you're trying to produce valuable outputs, you need to be focused on whatever it is you're trying to produce. And the quickest way to derail your focus is to become distracted, so a couple of things that, that I have uh, implemented that have worked really well for me to remove distractions. The first one is removing the ability of things to come in and distract you. Removing the ability of external outputs of information, of people, of, uh, you know, things that are outside of your control coming in and distracting you. So one of my biggest tips here, guys, is to turn your notifications off on your phone, turn your social media notifications off, turn your messages off. My SMS, I don't even see my SMSs unless I go into my SMS and see who's messaged me at a time where I dedicate to go and have a look at my SMSs. I'm going to go here as well. Phone calls. Turn your notifications off of phone calls, guys. This is something I've done as well. I, it's, a, it's a distraction when my phone rings and I'm trying to focus on some shit and somebody calls me and pulls my focus away from what I'm trying to get done to whatever it is they want to talk to me about. Turn your notifications off when it comes to phone calls as well. You can return people's calls. Set up a message bank. Let them leave a message and then dedicate some time during the day to go and return your phone calls, return your SMSs, get back to your social media comments and DMs and tags and all that bullshit. Turn your notifications off. Don't let them distract you. And it's, a deci- it's, a, it's your decision. You you either decide to have the notifications on and let this external shit come in and distract you or you decide enough is enough. I'm turning that shit off. I'll deal with it when I put aside the time to consciously deal with it and that can be my focus. Then we've got the distraction that comes from within. And what I'm talking about here, guys, I'm talking about your thoughts. And... To some degree, I think all of us struggle with our own thoughts sabotaging our focus. We've all been through periods in our life, often when we're going through some heavy shit, some traumatic shit, some painful shit, some difficult periods in our lives where our own thoughts wander during the day you know they're thinking about that thing we've got to do that person we've got to speak to that um uncomfortable situation we've got to confront and our mind just kind of wanders and what we effectively end up doing is we almost sabotage our own focus internally it's not something external that's coming in like phone calls or notifications or any of that shit it's actually internal and unlike notifications we can't turn it off right you can't turn your thoughts off they they're there they're going to come they're going to come flooding you try, actually if you try and fight against them they're going to fight back even harder and it's a battle that you are almost guaranteed to lose so what i do to try and not necessarily control but allow myself to look at my thoughts and be an observer to my thoughts rather than get consciously involved in the thought is meditation. And I've spoken to you guys about my meditation practice in many different episodes of this show. Uh, You know, one of the things that I do, one of my goals at the moment is I I, uh, meditate at least five times a week for 20 minutes. That's one of my daily non-negotiables, sorry, weekly non-negotiables must be done five times a week, 20 minutes meditation. And I find that meditation obviously enhances mindfulness, but it does two things when it comes to productivity. Firstly, is it allows you to get really good at focusing when you're focusing on a visualization, or you're focusing on your breath, or you know whatever the particular meditation is is um, is wanting you to focus on, you get really good at dialing in that focus, which can help productivity. But then the other thing is it allows you to get really good at not getting involved in your thoughts, is just observing your thoughts as they come and then letting them go, and then as they come and then letting them go. So it allows you to refine your focus. And then it also allows you to deal with these distractions that are coming from internally through your own thoughts. So meditation practice is is a big part of removing distractions. Top five productivity hack number two, be proactive, not reactive. Take control of your time. It's your time. We all have the same 24, guys. Ain't nobody got 25 hours in a day. Ain't nobody got 16 hours in a day. We've all got 24 hours every single day. We decide how we spend the time. We decide what we do with the 24. We decide whether we make the most of the 24 or whether we piss the 24 away. If you want to make the most of your 24, you got to be proactive not reactive. Two tips. The first and most important, and this is something that I've spoken to you guys on multiple occasions about before, do not consume media first thing in the morning when you wake up. No social media, no mass media, no scrolling through the fucking news, no any external input. You start your day like that, You are immediately signaling to your brain to be in reactive mode. You are immediately telling your body that you're going to react to inputs that are coming in instead of being the one that decides how you're going to spend your time, what you're going to do with it, how you're going to be proactive. It's such a big deal. It sounds so fluff and so cliche and so airy fairy, I get it a hundred percent guys, until I started doing it. And I noticed the fundamental shift that it had on my consciousness, on how I start my day, on how productive I am throughout the day, on how I'm able to make the most of my 24. I cannot stress this enough. At least if you want to put a time limit on it, fantastic. If you wake up at 5.30 every morning, no social media, no mass media, no external out and no, no external inputs for the first 30 minutes until 6am. Fine. If you want to extend that to an hour, fine. Put a time limit on it. The important thing is if you find yourself waking up, the first thing you do when your alarm goes off, you look at your phone, you start scrolling through fucking Instagram or you start scrolling through some bullshit news feed, or you start scrolling through whatever the fuck it is. That is the worst possible way to start your day when it comes to trying to be proactive and try not to be reactive. So what do you do with that time? What do you do with that first 30 minutes? What do you do with that first hour to ensure you're proactive and not reactive? Take control of that time, guys. Use the time to review what you dreamt about the night before. Use the time to journal. Use the time to think about what you're grateful for. Use the time to read a book that's helping you progress forward with your self-development or your fitness or your business or whatever you're trying to be productive in. Use that time to be productive somehow. Use that time to be proactive and productive, not reactive. There's a lot of different things you can do with that first 30 minutes, that first hour in the day. And the worst thing you can do is be reactive as soon as you wake up in the morning. The second thing when it comes to being proactive, not reactive, is to actually plan your day out. It sounds so simple, but it's something that not a lot of people do. Yeah, sure, you might have, you know, a meeting on at one o'clock and then you've got to make a phone call at 2.30 and then you've got a um, family dinner at 6 p.m. But what happens in between all those times? What are you doing? How is your day broken down? What is your plan for the day? What are the outputs you're trying to achieve? What do you need to do to make sure you achieve those outputs? One of the things I do, guys, this might seem sound a little overwhelming, but you know, I, I didn't go from zero to 100. I didn't go straight here, but this is where I'm at right now, is I break my work days down into 30-minute blocks. So I know exactly what I'm doing for every 30-minute block from when I wake up just after 4 in the morning to when I go to bed just before 9 at night. I know exactly down to a 30-minute block what I'm doing, what I need to be focused on, what I'm proactively trying to get done with that 30-minute block of time. Obviously, that's quite extreme. You guys don't need to do to that extreme, to that level, but having a very well-thought-out plan of what your day actually looks like and allowing yourself to... Release tension from the task you just completed, set the intention for the next task, and be completely focused with no distractions on whatever that task may be. Top five productivity hack number three take massive action. So, this ties into being proactive, not reactive, but it also allows you to seek clarity or encourages you to seek clarity on what you actually need to be doing to produce the valuable outputs that you're trying to produce. It's the old saying in business, and it really applies to anything, but but probably more traditionally used in business, working in the business, not working on the business. you could even use it in fitness, working in your fitness, not on your fitness. You can use it really in any aspect of life. It's working in, not working on. It's so easy with this busyness to just spin your wheels and just tick boxes off and just cross things off for the sake of feeling like you're accomplishing something. But unless you know what direction you're trying to head in, unless you know what progression actually looks like, unless you know what the massive actions that you need to take are, it's very easy to get into a situation where you're just ticking boxes and you're just spinning your wheels and you're not actually being productive at all. You're just busy. So my little tip here, guys, is I have something that I call my top five. So I have a, I have a written diary and um, in that diary I have each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and under each day I have one, two, three, four, five. I have five, five things. And at the start of each day, I write what those five things are. Those are my top five. Those are the five things that I need to get done today that are my massive actions that will continue to push the needle forward, that will continue to move me towards the outputs that I'm trying to achieve, that will continue to make sure I'm being productive rather than just busy. So the the trick here is to make sure that those top five things, and you can use five, you can use three, you can use two, you can use one, so long as it's more than zero, it's a step in the right direction. But the, the trick here, guys, is to make sure that those are not things that you're going to do anyway, not things that are operational, not things that are working in the business or in the fitness or in whatever it is you're trying to achieve valuable outcomes in, but working on the business or on your fitness or whatever it is you're trying to produce valuable outputs, things that you don't normally do in the operational day-to-day busyness of everything, that if you do get them done, they will move that needle that little bit forward and make sure that you're progressing towards those valuable, productive outputs. And this is really making sure that you're doing two things. The first thing is understanding what those massive actions are, having clarity around what those massive actions are. The next thing is making sure that you're progressing towards them. And the last thing is making sure that you're moving in the right direction, not just running on the spot, not just spinning your wheels. So take massive action. Top five productivity hack number four, focus on solutions, not problems. Solutions are within your control. Problems are not. Solving problems is productive. Complaining about problems is not. I have this saying in, uh, in the Massive Joe's business with all of my employees, with my team here, I say, don't come to me with problems. Come to me with solutions for the problem. If you come to me and say, we got, a, we got an issue, this is the issue, I'm going to expect you immediately to tell me what you think the solution is. Because solutions are productive. Identifying product, uh, problems are not productive. There's a, um, a quote that I often refer to and often think about consciously from a uh, Roman emperor, a Stoic philosopher. His name's Marcus Aurelius. For those of you uh, who may be familiar, if you're not, definitely look him up. He wrote The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way? becomes the way. And what this really means in this context, guys, is coming up with solutions to problems can often enhance your productivity in ways that you cannot currently anticipate and cannot currently comprehend because you haven't come up against the problem. You haven't come up against the obstacle and figured out how to go around it, over it, under it, or through it. And the only way that you can actually enhance your productivity is by confronting that obstacle and figuring out what to do. So when Marcus says the impediment to action which is the obstacle advances action, what stands in the way, the obstacle that stands in the way becomes the way, he's actually saying that one of the best ways you can improve your productivity is to identify problems and then think about the solutions to the problems. And really what this kind of boils down to here, guys, is another one of the concepts I've spoken to you about in previous episodes of the show is responsibility versus fault. I think from a mindset perspective, this is a little, uh, a little hack that I use, a little tip that I use. If I ever find myself trying to pin fault on somebody or something, I know that I'm in problem identification mode which is busyness with no productivity, which is bad. There's no points for busy. So if I ever find myself in fault-finding mode, I check myself and I immediately go, no, hold on a second. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's my responsibility to figure out what the fuck to do. And I know once I get to that mindset, I've flipped out of focusing on problems to focusing on solutions. I've flipped out of what is this impediment to figuring, figuring out how can I use this impediment to advance action, to advance productivity. So I encourage you guys to do the same. If you ever find yourself in any, any situation where you're trying to pin fault on somebody or something, flip the mindset and go, doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's my responsibility to fix it. And you will immediately start focusing on solutions, not problems. And you start focusing on productivity, not business. And then the fifth and final top five productivity hack. I may have saved the best one to last on this, guys. Once you're in the flow of productivity, don't fuck with it. This is perhaps the best kept secret of high achievers. This is the best kept secret of people who are able to achieve productivity and outputs that make people's heads spin. Those of us who are able to achieve high levels of productivity on a consistent basis, understand that momentum flow is the most important thing when it comes to being highly productive consistently over a long period of time. And what I'm talking about here, guys, is when you implement the first four things that we've spoken about here, your productivity is naturally going go to go to new levels. It's going to go to new highs. If you guys are not doing these four things and you literally just implement what I've spoken to you guys about in the last 20 minutes of this show your productivity is going to fucking skyrocket. This is about what happens at that point. Because for a lot of people, what happens is they start patting themselves on the back and they start celebrating their wins and they start thinking they're pretty fucking good. Because compared to their old productivity, their new productivity is pretty fucking good but this is about not patting yourself on the back so hard that you fucking fall over. This is about understanding the nature of compounding wins on top of wins on top of wins on top of wins on top of wins wins to produce consistent, highly valuable outputs to produce consistent productivity over time, because that's where the real wins come from. So, this is about avoiding self-sabotage when you get into the flow and momentum of productivity and a couple of tricks that i use here guys the first one is don't be afraid to say no if you're in the flow of productivity if you've got some good momentum with producing valuable outputs and something comes along and you know that if you say yes to that It's going to interrupt that flow. It's going to interrupt that momentum. Say no and don't apologize for it. Don't self-sabotage yourself. Don't be afraid to say, you know what? My momentum, my flow with my productivity is more important than whatever the fuck else this is that I'm being asked to do or commit to or whatever the situation may be. I'm going to say no to that because this is more important to me. And I'm not going to apologize for saying no. So don't be afraid to say no. And then the second side, and this really comes into um, discipline more than anything else in a fundamental definition of the word, is say yes to things that you know you need to do to stay in productivity flow to keep up productive momentum, especially when you don't feel like doing them. That's discipline in one sentence. Say yes to what you know you need to do, especially when you don't feel like doing it. I'm telling you guys, this, is, this fifth point is something that it probably took me the better part of 15 years in, in both fitness and business to understand how valuable this is and to, to make the mistakes of saying yes to things when I knew I should have said no and saying no to things when I knew I should have said yes and just had the discipline to go through and being in situations where I have sabotaged my own momentum, my own flow and realize how fucking difficult it is to get it back once it's gone And getting to a point of understanding where I just protect that now, I protect that when I'm in flow, when I have momentum, when it comes to producing productive outputs, I protect that like my fucking life depends on it because I understand how valuable it is. So that fifth productivity hack is possibly the most valuable piece of productivity information that I can give you guys. And that's a wrap. That's my top five productivity hacks. So we've been through a little bit of theory behind each of them. I've given you some practical advice, guys, on on what I practically do now on a day-to-day basis, on a a, a very strategic basis to make sure that I'm ticking each of these top five productivity hacks off on a daily basis, on a weekly basis uh, to help me level up my own productivity. So, if you guys have enjoyed the show, if you've uh, taken some valuable information, you know, the one thing I ask in return is that you share the show. Uh, the best way that you can share uh, is, well, actually there's a couple of ways. Person to person is always, always pretty cool. Uh, you know, when you just uh, at a, a family dinner or a get together with some friends and the conversation comes up about content you've been consuming, movies you've watched, albums you've listened to, podcasts you're subscribed to, just drop the Fitness Times Business podcast in there with, with a little you know, explanation as to why, why you like listening, why you find it valuable. And then the second way is to take a screenshot right now of whatever podcasting platform you're listening to, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever it may be. Uh, post that in your Instagram story, tag myself in it, at Joseph Mansell. I love seeing those guys and I, I try and repost as many, of them as i possibly can guys you could have been anywhere in the world right now but you're here with me i appreciate that until next time i'll catch you on the flip side thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the fitness times business podcast we hope you enjoyed listening be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and if you enjoyed this episode and took some value from it make sure you share it with your friends your family and your followers And if you haven't yet, be sure to leave us a five-star rating.